All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. Welcome to Invest Wisely. Our expert this morning again is Walt Sukera of the AKW Group in Akron and in Washington, Pennsylvania. They invest their clients' money in individually owned stocks of portfolios they create for their clients and their clients' needs. If you have any questions about the market in general, stocks you're looking at, uh, what they do at the AKW Group, you can call Walt this half hour at 330-673-1234 or outside of Akron, toll free, 800-669-4100, including on WNR.com for those listening in western Pennsylvania. Well, Walt, this past week, I guess you'd call it a pancake week. For the most part, the stock market was was flat. Not a lot of action, and I don't know if that's good or bad. What do you think? Yeah, Bob, last week, um, a couple thoughts. You know, I think cyclical stocks uh, showed a little bit of recovery. Um, Treasury yields, uh, we saw them rise a little bit, and I think the broader market, you know, kind of cooled off a little bit. So if we look at the major indices from last week, we see the Dow Jones Industrial Average um, closed up 35 points, 0.1% for the week. Uh, the Dow Jones Index is up 2.9% year-to-date. Uh, the S&P was off 28 points last week, about 0.7%, and year-to-date uh, continues to be positive at about 4%. Uh, the NASDAQ was off 1.6% for the week, off about 221 points. Uh, and then NASDAQ now, year-to-date, is at 7.7%. And we saw the small mid-cap stocks come off about 1% last week, about 22 points. And year-to-date, those small mid-caps are still at about 14.8% as measured by the Russell 2000. So, uh, you know, Bob, it's interesting. You know, we saw interest rate, the, the yield curve kind of steepened up a little bit. Um, you know, that I think that's one of the big concerns is, you know, what, what the bond market will do. Um, uh, the Fed has been very diligent uh, to be accommodative. However, the bond market, you know, has a lot of power in the way that they look at things. Uh, therefore, you know, we saw sectors like utilities and uh, financial stocks uh, do very well last week. Um, and then we saw some of the, you know, kind of those growth stocks, um, the tech stocks, you know, sell off a little bit. So interesting week, a lot going on and, you know, a lot to pay attention to. Now, one of the concerns that people have uh, in the market, uh, they were talking about, the, again, the coronavirus stimulus package, whether it's going to be enough, whether it's going to come online sooner than later. And uh, surprisingly, with those interest rate spikes, somebody's actually concerned about inflation uh, because uh, when the economy get back, gets back together, they're worried that prices will start to go up. We haven't heard that word inflation in a long time. Uh, we haven't, Bob, but it's something to pay attention to. You know, we, we definitely see signs of it. Um, I think the easiest sign that we can see is just looking at oil prices and 
Uh, you know, anybody that's been filling up their gas tank lately in the past couple weeks has felt that since the end of the year. Uh, you know, there's been a, a move. Uh, bear, the West Texas crude uh, price per barrel is now over $60. Um, you know, and again, uh, you know, we have to pay attention. You know, commodities, uh, you know, what's happening down in Texas, uh, you know, might impact some commodities, uh, beef, uh, you know, other things that might be important as far as uh, inflation numbers as we look forward. Uh, there's a lot of built-up um, demand out there, and you know, a lot of companies that want to take advantage of pricing power that they might have. So uh, it'll be very interesting to keep track of inflation, and obviously that's one of the big uh, risks that we have as, as we look forward. Now, as we've been going through the beginning uh, month, a couple of months now almost of this year, you've been really uh, talking more about using some caution in, in the market and investing. Not, not, not fear-mongering, but just saying you should have some caution in the market. Uh, are you advising we should have caution here, and what forms that caution take? Yeah, Bob, you know, I, again, we call this show Invest Wisely, and, and the idea that is um, we want to invest, we want to make money. Um, we're definitely paid here at our firm to be risk managers, but, um, you know, there's two components uh, to, to investing wisely. One is having a historical perspective of, of what's happened in the past, especially with bear markets, and a healthy perspective of and respect for what it takes for managing risk. Uh, you know, I think it's, uh, it, it, it doesn't really impact people until they feel the loss. You know, when people lose the majority of their portfolio, uh, if you go back 12 years now, um, in 2007, 2008, uh, the last major impact, um, people really felt what risk was. And we, we might have lost a little bit of that perspective, you know, how volatile markets can be. Um, you know, this year, you know, 2020, last year, we had what we call maybe a, a pandemic panic uh, that created probably one of the shortest downturns we'll probably ever experience. You know, it, um, you know, in hindsight, when the NBR, uh, the National Bureau of Research, probably looks at this, they'll probably say we were out of the recession uh, almost as quick as we went in it, you know, probably by the third quarter of 2020. But if you look back in history, we know that, you know, bear markets and recessions can be painful. Uh, the average duration is about 22 months. Uh, it can be down about 42%. And there's a lot of risk uh, right now that we have to pay attention to. So uh, we're really just advising, you know, people to be careful out there. Uh, again, we, we say it all the time, um, know what you own, know why you own it. Um, you know, it, in my 35 years of professional experience, I see a more more and more innovative ways for people to lose their money out there. So you have to be careful and, and I think have the proper perspective and the proper risk management uh, as you move through 2021 and into the future. You came across a quote recently that the trouble with bubbles is that they're always invisible to those inside the bubble. So are we in an evaluation bubble right now? I think, Bob, anything we look at shows us that we're extremely high valuations. I mean, if we're you know, driving down the road and, and, and you see, you know, road signs that tell you that the, the road ahead is is risky. You know, there's some people that might still continue to drive 90 miles an hour and not slow down for the twists and turns and the slippery road and the bumps might come. But I, I think the signs show us there. I mean, any any historical uh, perspective that you look at, you know, P.E. ratios, forward P.E.s, the Schiller P.E., Tobin, uh, dividend yields, uh, price to book, price to cash flow. 
Um, even Warren Buffett's measures, you know, looking at the market valuation as compared to GDP, anything you look at, we're in the 95 percentile or higher of, of historical valuation. So, again, we're not sending the warning signs up and the, and, and the you know, get off the ship signs, but we're saying, hey, you know, there, there are a lot of, you know, things that are telling us that, uh, you know, that there's some risk, and, and you have to make sure you pay attention to those. I think there's a lot of opportunities to still make money out there, but you got to be careful uh, and you got to probably start repositioning those portfolios a little bit uh, as you go through the year. So what is driving the market uh, right now, in your opinion? I think, Bob, it's, it's the accommodative Fed. You know, our, our Fed, you can't fight the Fed. Uh, Martin Zweig, years ago, a famous investor, uh, you know, kind of coined that term, don't fight the Fed. And I think anybody that's fought it uh, has been disappointed. They've, they've done so many things. You know, I, I mean, if, everything they possibly could. You know, they've lowered short-term rates, uh, the Fed funds rate. They've provided a lot of forward guidance trying to, you know, create the proper psychology that, you know, they'll do whatever it takes, their securities purchase programs, you know, the continuing of the QE, um, lending to securities firms, backstopping money markets, repo operations, direct lending to banks. Um, you know, they've, they've done everything out there to create a stability for this monetary system, which is the key, I think, to financial markets. Uh, so, again, they're, they're doing a lot. They're saying they're going to do a lot. They, they're kind of like, you know, uh, you, you got your dad standing over top of you telling you everything's going to be okay. But uh, there's a point in time where your dad may walk away or pull back or change the course of direction a little bit. So you got to be careful. Um, as, as you count on the Fed, they, they can't do all things. We're talking to Walt Secura, the AKW Group in Akron and in Washington, Pennsylvania. If you have any questions for Walt? You can call them up right now at 330-673-1234. That's out of Akron, toll free, 800-669-4100. About individual stocks or or other stocks that you're watching or or things that he knows about 30 years in the business. He's seen it all come and seen it all go. So we have some questions here going for Walt Secure on this chilly morning, 330-673-1234. Earnings reports last week came in. Walmart reported their earnings, and they showed a bit of, of weakness. Now, you're not an owner at this point of any Walmart stock, but that's a pretty important stock to talk about, about its impact on the consumer and the retail market. What do you think is happening at Walmart, and what significance does it have? Yeah, Bob, I mean, they showed a, a decent quarter as far as revenue growth. They did $152 billion for the uh, last three months compared to $141 billion for the three months last year, so about a 7% earn, uh, revenue increase. But they had only about a 1% earnings increase at $1.39 a share. Uh, you know, they've they showed some strengths in certain categories, um, it, you know, but at the same time, it, it just shows the competitive environment out there. Uh, the, the, you know, Wall Street expected a lot more, uh, expected some higher numbers from them, and I think, you know, that's just what we're going to see uh, come at, you know, as this pandemic starts to go away and, you know, people maybe change their, their buying patterns a little bit and, and the way, especially with some of these big retailers, the way that they were approaching them. Um, there's probably going to be some shifts in some of the numbers. So uh, I, I think overall, you know, again, a very powerful company. Uh, they, they did say they were going to continue a, a buyback program of their shares, about a $20 billion buyback pro, uh, program, and they did increase their dividends. So, you know, Walmart still, still is a very strong stock, not one that we own. Uh, but, again, a little bit of weakness in the numbers, and you got to pay attention to that as you go forward. A couple weeks ago, somebody called up and asked about the stock Trade Desk which had a great quarter report. Now, Trade Desk is an advertising, um, I guess, ancillary agency, which is uh, working in something called Connected 
TV advertising. What is this trend, and do you think it's worth paying attention to? Uh, it really is, Bob. You know, it was, uh, it's a stock that was on my list, and I think one of our callers called in and asked about it. And, I mean, again, these uh, very powerful business model here, um, you know, as far as uh, their, their business, they're, they're a technology platform. You know, they, they provide ad buying, but uh, a big part of what they do now is they also have created a lot of data analytical capability. Um, allowing to provide measurement tools uh, to improve the you know the effectiveness of uh, of targeted advertising. So uh, when you talk about all these streaming uh, type of services and the popularity of the streaming services, I mean, if you look at things like Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, um, you know, this is Trade Desk is a, a platform to help uh, marketers out there, you know, utilize those ad dollars in, in a very strong, proper way. Uh, the last two quarters have been extremely powerful. They were up 48% revenue, um, $319 million over $215 million, and, uh, and about 149% earnings. And as you look forward, I mean, there's a lot of dynamics going in favor. Now, this company trades at extreme premium. Uh, it's a gross stock. And, and again, these are the ones you got to be a little bit careful with because, you know, the air could come out of these a lot faster than other companies. But a lot to like here, and one that I definitely have my eyes on is I think about the small mid-cap portfolio uh, where we do take a little bit more risk. Now, Zoetis, another stock that you own in your core equity and your empowering women portfolio, also reported last week. How do they look, and are you confident now that you have added those to your portfolios? Yeah, Bob, we, we like Zoetis. I mean, again, you know, this is, as we, as we talked about this company, you know, they uh, really play in that animal health market. Um, they sell anti-infectives, uh, vaccines, uh, diagnostic products, uh, you know, for the health of, of animals, uh, whether they're production animals, uh, you know, farm animals like cattle, pigs, poultry, or whether they're companion a- animals like dogs, horses, cats. Um, uh, they have a very diverse product line and a lot in R&D spending. Uh, they had a really nice uh, revenue quarter. Um, again, their earnings were a little bit flat. Uh, but we see a lot of improvement, uh, very very uh, profitable company as far as their return on investment measures. And as we look out over the next two years, again, we think a company that's priced fairly um, but has some pretty good dynamics as far as improving earnings and, uh, like I said, really strong uh, ROIC, uh, return on investment capital, so one that we'll continue to hold here. Once again, Walt Secure is talking to us about stocks, the stock market, and the AKW Group here in Akron, 330-673-1234. Got lines available for your calls and questions for Walt. If you're listening outside the Akron area or listening on WNR.com in the uh, Pittsburgh area, give us a call on our toll-free line, 800-669-4100. That's 800-669-4100. Welcome all calls about stocks and uh, stock talk, if you will, on the program to... uh, get some good information on your investments and what you'd like to do and how the AKW Group invests their clients' money. Good morning. You're on WNIR. Morning. Uh, my wife said I'm getting too much excitement with this Tilray, Bitcoins, and the African Amazons. So I've got one for you that's a little more uh, conservative. Uh, okay. It pays $5 dividend, and its uh, P.E. is 12, and its earnings is $25. The book value two twenty seven. As Goldman Sachs, <laughs> uh, Goldman's a, yeah, Goldman's a good name. Yeah, definitely one of the uh, one of my you know as I look across that the financial sector, uh, definitely a leader and uh, definitely a, a strong player. Uh, we've we've favored J P Morgan uh, over the past couple of years. Uh, I have a, 
owned Goldman Sachs in the past. Uh, currently don't own it, but I think that's a, it's a good one, and it's definitely one that's on the top of our list as well. Do they make, do they make most of their money like uh, trading uh, stocks uh, short and all that stuff? They, they do. They have a big trading platform. I mean, this is such a, a you know, it's one of the last really investment banks, uh, as we knew, investment banking uh, before the last financial crisis. You know, a lot of the investment banking houses were purchased by banks. Um, uh, you know, for instance, we, we said J.P. Morgan. I mean, they, they acquired a, a big brokerage firm. Uh, Bank of America obviously acquired Merrill Lynch during that time. Uh, Goldman Sachs was the one that was able to maintain their independence and, uh, uh, you know, very, very interesting company, investment banking, trading, uh, capital markets across the world. You know, these, these guys are involved in uh, just about every major deal. They have some of the brightest uh, intellectual capital in the world as far as people in our business, and it's a place that I often look to for insight. And uh, you know, so very, very good firm, very respected firm out on Wall Street. They paid five dollar dividend, and their earnings is over twenty five dollars. Uh, so I think they might pay a uh, special dividend. I looked at yeah, they, the history of that, but you never know. Yeah, they're you know very again very strong dividends. You look at the outlook for the next couple of years. I think analysts have very good uh, dividend expectation or dividend and earnings expectation for the company. Uh, so again, I think you found one here that does fit. Uh, you brought down the risk a little bit there, Ken, and so I, uh, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Starting to, uh, starting to kind of lighten up on some of that aggressiveness, huh? Yeah, that's that's the word my wife used, lighten up. <laughs> there you go. Smart okay, woman. Thank Listen you. To her. Thank you. Thanks for calling. 330-673-1234 to talk to Walt Secura here of the AKW Group on Invest Wisely. Uh, now, you've been adding stocks uh, to your AKW Group mid-cap portfolio, small mid-cap portfolio. Let's tell us about some of these stocks you've added. You've gone from 26 to now 32 different holdings in that portfolio. We did, Bob. You know, and again, the increase of the holdings is really to diversify some of the risk. Uh, just like our last, uh, you know, caller talked about, I'm lightening up a little bit, taking some profit out of some of the bigger stocks that have grown uh, significantly, the growth stocks. And you know, looking to spread the money out a little bit. That's one way to take some risk out of your portfolio, you know, uh, is to spread it around a few more holdings, diversify a little bit more. Uh, so we've, we've taken those steps. Now you give me some names of some of the stocks that you've added in that portfolio. One of them is Texas Roadhouse. Well, tell me about Texas Roadhouse and your uh, investment thesis and adding that to the portfolio. Well, you know, everybody likes a good steak, Bob. And, I mean, these guys have done a really good job um, through their uh, through the pandemic of, uh, you know, continuing to operate at a pretty high level. I mean, their, their revenues and earnings have been impacted just like every restaurant out there. Uh, they operate about 623 locations, uh, and they are a global company. And, and again, you know, their, their foot traffic, their traffic into the, uh, into the restaurants is still pretty strong. Um, they own a lot of the, the uh, a lot of the restaurants are owned by the company. Uh, they do have a little bit of a franchise model. So, again, we, we like the uh, the long term recovery play here. Again, this is a stock that's it's pretty fairly priced here. But again, if we look out into 2021 and 2022, uh, we think a stock that has some good recovery and growth ahead of it. Another addition was Bumble. It actually took the place of Match Group. These are both online dating stocks. So why do you think that Bumble is more romantic now than Match Group? <laughs> well, you know, Bob, it's uh, it's putting it in the hands of women. Uh, you know, Bob, uh, Bumble is 
obviously run by Whitney Wolf Hurd, uh, the CEO, 31-year-old CEO, who's now a, a billionaire. Um, and again, the, the concept here is that uh, uh, women control the dating uh, on, on Bumble. Uh, a lot of the match group uh, profiles, profiling and dating is uh, really both, and a lot of men-driven activity in those. But uh, Bumble puts the connection in, in the hands of the woman. She has to, she has to kind of act first. Um, it's a freemium model. They have over 40 million active users. Um, and what's really interesting to me about the app, Bob, is the, is other uh, connectivity that they're developing. The Bumble Biz, uh, the Bumble BFF. You know, people that get tired of dating. Uh, that uh, women that just want to make friends as they move to new locations, uh, as they want to develop their business uh, affiliations. Uh, the Bumble Biz will compete with LinkedIn. The, the Bumble BFF is kind of a, a newer concept as far as creating friends. Um, so, again, if you look at the match, uh, you know, match group is much more profitable. Um, they found a way to monetize. However, you know, Bumble has a lot of ways to monetize as they go forward. Uh, dating will still be important. You know, over 40% of people, as we talked about, start dating by, by meeting people online now. That's the way of the world. Um, there's uh, definitely a lot of people that might be splitting up after this pandemic. I think it's put the test to a lot of relationships. So probably a, new, a lot of new people out there looking for partners. And, uh, you know, and then also the, there's a lot of people that probably put dating on hold through the COVID and, uh, you know, been lonely and are ready to get out there as well. So I think Bumble's well-positioned, um, a good long-term holding for us. And, again, we like the aspect that, uh, you know, some women are actually controlling the shots on this one. Maybe they'll do it a little different way. Love is in the air. <laughs> That's good to hear. <laughs> uh, another new addition, again, to this uh, portfolio that you have is Enphase Energy Incorporated. Now, what is the investment story on Enphase? Um, Enphase is really a solar play, Bob. I mean, very, um, you know, they deliver energy management technology. Uh, the company you know, designs, develops, manufactures, and sells home energy solutions, um, uh, energy storage, again, solar generation. Uh, you know, they found profitability. What's interesting with a lot of, um, you know, these, these companies that people look at on the solar side, you know, they haven't really turned profits and Enphase has found a way to be profitable, and again, their profitability is growing quickly now, and I think that the trends are there. Uh, the stock traded off um, you know, from highs that it reached uh, in early January, and we, we thought it was a pretty good entry point, an area we definitely wanted to have some exposure uh, based on the way the world is kind of shifting and changing. And uh, so, you know, we think Enphase is, is not is often talked about out there in the in the, the solar world, but um, the symbol is the ENPH, and uh, addition we made, and we're, we're we're glad to have it in that portfolio. It'll be a holding for us for for a while. Let's get back to more phone calls for Walt Secura, the AKW Group. Good morning, you're on WNIR. Hi, uh, <clears throat> good morning, uh, Walt. I want to ask you. Uh, what did you think of uh, how the market reacted to uh, uh, Ferrari uh, when the CEO announced that uh, he was going to try to uh, have the company uh, uh, pursue carbon uh, emission uh, neutrality? Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, it was interesting. You know, again, uh, it's been a, it's been a holding of ours in that small mid cap portfolio for a long time. Uh, we had a nice run up with it, and and again, it's traded off from its highs. Um, but you know, that's I think I think as you talk about those issues, you know, there's a lot of sensitivity, um, you know, around anything to do with you know the, the environmental issues, and um, 
you know, I think the it, it shows that uh, these companies, as, as the CEOs and leaders speak, it, it matters to the market, and, you know, it can push the stock up, it can push the stock down, it can definitely have an impact as far as people's reactions uh, to, you know, the comments that are made. Okay, so are you, do you consider it still a buy or a hold or a sell or what? We still hold it. Yeah, we still hold it. I mean, we're just looking at the earnings and growth and potential, and we think it's the kind of purchase, again, that's, uh, you know, the people that buy this this vehicle obviously are not as impacted, um, you know, by what's what's happened over the past year. And I think it's it's a it's a car of um, luxury, and, uh, you know, people that want it are, are going to buy it. I still think it holds that luxury appeal. And, uh, you know, some of the issues that uh, might have more, impact and some of the, you know, ESG type of stocks. But again, I think Ferrari kind of sits at a different, uh, you know, in a different perspective. So we continue to like the stock here and we'll continue to hold it. Okay. And uh, do you know anything about a stock called Magnite, which is similar to uh, the trade desk symbols, MGNI? Yeah, actually, I do. Um, you know, I, I've looked at the space. Um, you know, I said as one of our callers brought up Trade Desk, I kind of dove into the space. I mean, they're they're getting a lot of press as well. Um, I think it just shows the another way to play uh, that connected television. You know, a lot of people are going to the streaming providers, um, but a, a way to play that again is to look at the you know who's providing the advertising development and metrics and data analytics. Uh, so I think Magnite is, again, a very powerful, you know, look at their last quarter up 62% revenues, up almost 400% in earnings. Um, not quite as big as Trade Desk, but, again, growing very, very rapidly. Right. <clears throat> okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for calling. Once again, the AKW Group is affiliated with the Robert W. Baird Company, private wealth management. They do investment banking. They also have services and estate plan reviews, tax reviews. Tax season is now underway. RMD, IRA illustrations, Social Security analyses, stock options analyses, transaction tax analyses, much, much more. And they work it together with, uh, with your team both at the Fairlawn office in Akron and the uh, team in Washington, Pennsylvania. And, of course, you know, you're very proud of Bayer and very proud of your team. And uh, if somebody is going to be mixing and matching or looking around for an investment firm, would they really see a difference in the way uh, you treat your, your clients at the AKW Group? Well, I, I think there's always a difference in relationships and the way that you treat people. Again, I, I am extremely proud of Baird. Um, you know, we found ourselves to a, a really good firm here. Uh, again, we were acquired, but uh, we we really like Barrett and the culture and, and the way they support uh, advisors and, and the way they really, you know, put clients first. And, again, a lot of companies talk about that. Um, you know, I used to teach uh, for years at Kent State, Case Western uh, Reserve University, and I taught a lot of classes where I talked about customer relationship management and how if you look at everybody's mission statement, they probably say they do a great job at it. But uh, we all know very few companies probably deliver what they promise. Um, you know, customer service today is something that people, I think, really search for, and they want it. They want to be treated and respected. And, uh, you know, I think we live it here. I think the company lives it. I know we live it in our group. Um, you know, I'm proud of all the people that I work with, and I think everybody shares the same uh, the same attitude I do, you know, uh, we we will treat you well, and uh, we will treat you with respect, and you know we'll give you a straightforward communication. We'll pick up the phone, we'll return your call. Uh, we brought a new client in uh, in the last week, and she's told me she hadn't been talked to in two years. Um, absolutely unbelievable. Um, I can't you know fathom a client that that has not had attention for two years. 
so again, I, I think service matters, and it, it definitely matters to us. And, of course, I want to remind you that you can get a hold of the AKW Group here in Akron. Their office is at 3560 West Market Street in Fairlawn, and that local number there, 234 466 7476. That's the number for Walt Secure and his local team in Akron, 234 466 7476. And in Washington, Pennsylvania, Sue Marshall runs that office. Uh, give us a couple, of, a couple of comments about that office over there. Oh, she does a great job. You know, we, we are excited to be in that market, and, uh, you know, we uh, we enjoy working with Sue and a long-term colleague of mine, so we we, uh, we we like the opportunities that present out of that market. And that is, again, in Washington, Pennsylvania. It's a 412-480-5090. So, we'll secure it quickly. What do we look forward to next week? A lot of data, Bob, a couple company reports, and, again, we'll continue to be in here doing our job. And that's all we can ask of anybody, and of course they do it great there at the AKW Group. 234-466-7476 here in Akron, and in Washington, Pennsylvania, 412-480-5090. Tell them you heard them on WNIR, Kent Akron, Walt Secure. Have a good week. Talk to you next Sunday. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Bumble Inc., symbol BMBL. Enphase Energy Inc., symbol ENPH. Goldman Sachs Group Inc., symbol GS. Magnite Inc., symbol MGNI. Texas Roadhouse Inc., symbol TXRH. The Trade Desk Inc., symbol TTD. Ferrari, symbol RACE. Walmart Inc., symbol WMT. And Zoetis Inc., symbol ZTS. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated makes a market in all of the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast.